on this extra episode of Friend Code, we got a Pokemon Direct with new Pokemon games. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani, and on this extra episode, I'm joined by Brandon Jones, Yay. Daniel Budworth. Hello. We are here early in the morning. Yeah, you confused me because I'm sleepy and you said Pokemon games, and I was like, what? what? Oh, there's two of them. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Oh, no, no. I can see how that Technically, it works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, up, uh, the actual direct happened at 6 a.m. Pacific time, our time, um, but... Uh, I think the reason they did this is because, as we saw, big announcement, and this trans like, like it, it was like I guess 10 p.m. around 10 p.m. Japanese time is when this is happening. Oh, but it was also because wow. it's 16 hours difference. Mm-hmm. So 6 a.m. in the morning, it's like 2200 hours there. So, and then in uh, Europe, uh, afternoon time, so a little bit more friendly for them. But like it's basically a time that everyone would perceivably be awake in the major they're territories. Catering, they're catering Most. to the UK audience because they're that too. On the UK. That was a oh, no. Bloodworth. There was a theory on Twitter about that that that's why it was prime wow. time in Europe because of that. But as you might, yeah, might guess, new Pokemon games were announced. We're here to talk about them, but I just want to quickly explain what's going on here. You're like, whoa, why is there? Another new episode of Friend Code. You just had a Friend Code episode go up yesterday or something, depending on when you're getting this. And uh, basically, after we had a, our monthly meeting, um, and this is something I've been brainstorming for a while, is that going forward, in order to address being more timely in like situations where big news drops, um, we're basically, I've decided that if news drops between the recording of two episodes, we're just gonna, I'm just going to go in. We're going to do an episode about that, and it'll just be an extra episode. So Friend Code's still going to stay on its regular uh, routine schedule. It's regular schedule, sorry. And uh, whenever special things happen like this, you're just going to get an extra episode. And, uh, yeah, it's considered like a nice bonus stuff because the, yeah, bunch of ideas thought about. And uh, this seems like a good thing. But, you know, I'm always open to ideas and suggestions for how we can even tweak it further. Um, and then one other small thing is, uh, you might notice like this nice space here and I, I brought it up on Twitter. Um, I'm going to try and get a shelf here and show us some Nintendo figures and some Nintendo memorabilia to kind of dress this up. Um, so there's two updates. I'm trying to work on that. Hopefully get that in sometime in the near future, but yo, with that out of the way, let's get into this Pokemon direct 6am in the morning, just over seven minute presentation, roughly. Roughly, this is the second time in a row that they've said roughly, and it was like more than that. It was definitely more than like it was like it was like eight minutes, I think. It's weird, eight minutes. But Pokemon Sword and Shield, yeah, gotta know those reactions. Gotta know your thoughts about <laughs> what we saw. Yeah, yeah, Brandon, we swing the sword there for. I think everybody. I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody, especially because I do not have a lot of experience with this series. Like, I'm just kind of a, a, a new... I'm a child wandering through the world of Pokemon. <laughs> uh, played Red and Blue, played Sun and Moon, played a lot of Go, played Let's Go, didn't finish it. And I'm, I'm ready for this. And I think, 
I think what was important about today is this transitional period of us being like, are they going to drastically re- reinvent it? No? Okay. <laughs> and so now we just kind of settle back in and go, okay, this is going to be probably what was the safe expectation to have where we are getting little tiny advancements here or there. You'll probably be like eight hours into it and be like, oh, look at that. You know, like, oh, that little camera move. We haven't seen stuff like that before. Yeah. Little tiny adjustments, uh, not rev- nothing revolutionary. Um but clearly something, I mean, even Kyle, who is kind of down on it, uh, if you see in our reactions, he's not joining <laughs> us today for friend code, but you can get his, his raw reactions, yeah. I, I think is kind of where everyone's at, where it's like, mm, I had expectations, but I'm going to play this. And uh, I could see myself completely falling in love with this world. I love the European aesthetic. I love the countryside. Um, I love the, the, the vibe of uh, these big kind of, you know, what I'm hoping are these big kind of vast, you know, um, uh, grassy fields, these kind of natural environments uh, as we, you know, cross from these kind of big towns. And, and it even look like these little kind of small hamlets that, yeah. that were in there. I, I like these little, uh, love the train aesthetic. Like, I'm hoping there's, I'm hoping you really get a sense of travel in this because Sun and Moon was fun, but it was an island. And so okay. it, I yes. was not blown away by the size of Sun and Moon. And so, uh, I'm not getting full Game of Thrones vibes, but like you show me this <laughs> this kind of big north south map, and like I do get the sense of 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 a journey. You know, like we're, we're it's gonna take a while when you get to that town at the far north. When you get into the snowy mountains, you'll get a sense like, wow, I've 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 really traveled maybe farther yeah. than most people do. Yeah, where in previous Pokemon games where they're like, wow, you've been to that city? It's like, yeah, dude, it's up the street, man. Like it's not, <laughs> it won't take you that long to get there. So I hope you do get a, a sense of the vastness of this map. Because in the, the very first shot that we see, you can see kind of hills, but you can't see snow. You can't see the next town. So uh, I'm hoping as you go through this map, you can kind of get little peeks at, at the next place that you're going and little teases of, oh, I can't yeah. wait to get there. The, yeah, the camera angles, the scale and scope they showed, you definitely get that sense that yeah. that's what they're going for. Um, and uh, real quick, before I ask you for your thoughts, Bloodworth, to, to clarify, they're talking about this like jolly, awesome like new map um, that you're like looking forward to. Um, the Galar region is the official name for it, and it looks like it's gonna. It's based on the UK. Um, there already are people who have flipped the map over, and it like matches up almost like one to one. Although, like the people are pointing out, the snow is in the wrong spot. Uh, but <laughs> it's a fictionalized version of the UK, so that uh, you know, their, Nintendo's description on their website for the Galar region is uh, an expansive region with many environments uh, uh, set in the countryside with contemporary cities, thick forest, and craggy snow-covered mountains. The people and Pokemon live together in this region, and they've worked together to develop the industries here. Industries. The industries. You'll visit various gyms in the Galar region, aiming for the enviable and admirable title of champion. Because you have to get the gears. Definitely get a sense of yeah. just stuff being manufactured here. There's yeah, big that business one section here. is like a factory town. Yeah, kinda. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Bloodworth, like, yeah. What were your takeaways from this? I mean, I, yeah, I, I think it's it's funny because you know after we, we stopped our our reactions, like I think like I probably have a more positive impression of this just because I've never gotten that deep into any Pokemon games. Okay. So I was like, I haven't been worn out yet. So it's like, oh yeah, this looks really, this looks really different to me. But it's because I haven't, uh, I, mean, you know, I haven't, I've got, I haven't exhausted any of those maps yet. Okay. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think that presentationally, 
that that wide field of view uh, and uh, the way that like a lot of the the map is laid out to where it's not just like a very you know straightforward grid you know to where you can see what's over that next hill uh, a lot more clearly. Uh, I I think that definitely gives it more of that sense of going going on a journey, going on an adventure, um, and um, and yeah, we don't really see much of anything else. Like Brandon note, has noted that like you don't see the NPCs in any of these locations. It's very focused on like we're going to show you the world, and we're going to show you what fights look like, and we're going to show you you know the big stadium battles. And then we're not going to tell you anything else, really. Like when you take a look back, it's like, yeah, we don't we don't see any of the mechanics or uh, how this game really plays out. And I think that's a safe thing to do right now. Like, don't give us too much information. We see him in like this, like you know, football jersey, you know, soccer jersey, and now we're already kind of speculating. So if they had a lot of NPCs, we'd be like, that guy's got shoulder pads. What does that mean? You know, like uh-huh. we might be looking too much into that. But it, it did seem a little weird at the end. When they said in the direct, he's like, you know, so what did, what did you think? Like, we're, we're just excited to do a lot of new things with this Pokemon. It's like, we haven't seen any of that. I don't know. All of the new stuff is stuff that we can kind of guess. Like, obviously, the camera. It's not really like a wide thing, I think. It's more just like that. You know, it's like less at this kind of 45-degree angle looking straight down diagonally and more kind of a tilt to look outward. And... So much of the other stuff, wondering if there's going to be Pokemon on the field or whether they're going to, you know, we're just going to, they're going to pop up in the grass or how that works. I mean, that's it definitely re- that's looks really like, I think abrupt. they did show that. I think they did say. It's know, so quick, though, you know, like. Yeah. Even I, the transition when she shows up and challenges her super quick. So we're just like, is it that quick? That would be interesting if they really sped up that process, you know, or if that was just editing, guess, you know, or. Um, because you said they made a good point that we haven't seen any PCs on the map. Yeah. We're assuming they're just withholding them. Yeah. Um, the, the sequence that we saw was definitely someone, uh, the, the, uh, the female trainer, um, crawling in the grass or like kind of sneaking through the grass and then triggering what seemed to be like the start of a battle encounter. And then it switched to like the silhouette of the, of, of Pikachu. It's and then Pikachu. The, uh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is <laughs> only Pika- showing you three. It Pokemon. is Pikachu this time, chat, yeah. you know, who's that Pokemon. <laughs> um, but I think the difference is the one thing that I think, um, probably leaning towards it not being the same uh, as the previous entry, Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee, is that you saw wild Pokemon out in the open, and you could choose to engage who you wanted to. And this one, I think it is going to lean towards more the random style, where you don't see the Pokemon on the field map, and you're just going to trigger a random encounter. And then that that whole thing about that silhouette is like, that's the surprise. Like, who is it? Because that's a familiar one. And obviously, they said there's going to be new Pokemon in here. And we're going to have fun seeing those for the first time being revealed in that fashion. So, yeah, we'll have to... And I'm such a new dork that, like, we're yeah. seeing old Pokemon, but I'm like, oh, who's that? And it's like, no, no, that's Gen 5, Jones. Just calm down. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it is interesting because it's like they do they show the starters. Yes. But every do, other yes. Pokemon in that trailer is a Pokemon that we've seen before. Yes, I believe so. I mean, almost all of them. The only one... Uh, that I'm just slipped my mind is the the, the rodent looking one that fought Pikachu mm-hmm. uh, in that random encounter because Pikachu was a random one. So I mean, it passed the Kyle test. Kyle's yeah. eyebrows didn't perk yeah. up, and anybody but we saw like new, yeah, every other Pokemon we saw in there was like familiar faces, pretty much. But yeah, you brought up the starting Pokemon uh, Bloodworth. Let's talk about that. We got uh, what? Yeah, what did you think about those? Three starting Pokemon. I mean, I think it does. Uh, you know, going to Kyle's point, like I, it does sort of. 
go back to this being very traditional, you know, and, and that there's a fire, there's a grass, and there's a water. Like we don't, we're not starting with anything different than we usually start with. Um, there's not, you know, like we're not starting out with like a dark type or a fairy type or anything like, you know, it's like that. These are the ones. This is the the core of uh, getting the basics of Pokemon down, uh, and it's not introducing any any new types with those. Um, so yeah, so the Score Bunny, uh, which is you know, fire type. Only well, we didn't really see it do much fire though, other than it's kind of on fire. It causes fire well, where it lands. The, the, there's the feet. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Every time fire feet. happened, it, it was from his feet. They said yeah. yeah. The description for Score Bunny is a rabbit Pokemon that is always running about, bursting with energy. Okay. Yeah. So what if it's gonna be any kicks or something? Well, like flame. So kick. it has a it has a little band aid bandage on its nose, yeah. and that's kind of a trope in I mean more than just Pokemon games, but especially in Pokemon games, it usually indicates they're a fighting type as well. Oh, okay. Um, ooh. Or that they uh, suggestive. It's not guaranteed, but it's, it's suggestive that maybe you know it would also have like he's a scrapper, yeah. And yeah. then um, Sobble, who is uh, eventually figured out, to, oh yeah, he's a chameleon <laughs> for the water type. Uh, just the little spits, <laughs> yeah, gurgle, just gurgle. dribbling out that water. Not very <laughs> powerful in any way. <laughs> uh, level up probably and evolve. And Kyle's Kyle's favorite. Kyle, it's so funny. Like, well, Jones is all over Score Bunny, and then Kyle is like, nobody's going to like anything but Sobble. Yeah. Yeah. If, <laughs> the, for those who didn't see Kyle's reaction, it felt more like a process of elimination, though, where he was just so disappointed with the other two choices. Right. It was just, it, he's like, it has to be Sobble. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, <laughs> he's, he's backed into a corner. He's and got then, no other choice. Grookey? So, Grookey. Uh, yeah. So, Grookey. So, like, playing on Groot. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, Sobble, they said, uh, the fish description, a somewhat timid water lizard Pokemon that shoots out attacks as it hides itself in water. So it hides in water. Um, I guess uh, that's probably when it can only activate its, uh, camouflage. Sure. Is in water. And then it said, Grookey, uh, mischievous, uh, sorry, a mischievous chimp Pokemon that is full of boundless curiosity. Okay, so they use words chimp there. Okay. Yeah, and that came across. They said chimp in the direct, I think, too. I'm pretty sure they did. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that came across with, the you yeah. know, just, like, running around, climbing up, you know, just mm. having a jolly time up there. But just, you know, you know being completely nose, offensive. It would have been interesting Kyle. if they had not gone chimp so much as koala. But, oh, well. Yeah, and that makes it bring uh, I was really mad. Yeah, Kyle seemed chip. to be really offended by that, that <laughs> one. And I'm curious to know, like, when we get a chance to talk with him, the, there are, I forget where they came from, but there's, like, this artwork. I forget it was le- supposedly leaked artwork or early concept art that shows similar type Pokemon as the three starters here. And people already comparing the, the final versions that we're seeing in the game oh, versus okay. these. And the the one that the whatever this other version came from, I'm sorry, I didn't. I just glimpsed it before we ran in here to start talking about. It. I completely forgot it exists. It looked more like almost like koala, like actually. Um, I was like, huh, this looks more. I'd more be inclined to play this than what I saw in the final version. So, but overall, yeah. How do you, do you feel good or do you feel disappointed by these? these like starting Pokemon I like it because again you know Sun and Moon uh, I picked the water Pokemon but don't remember uh, the water Pokemon so, Sun and Moon disclosure, I haven't played Sun it's, and Moon uh, yeah terrible yeah. of me I'm sorry it's early uh, but that was kind of like a playful it was like a seal you know so it was just like uh, it uh, had like had an adorable vibe and then I just love Charmander there's a lot of pride there when I played you know uh, uh, not only you know uh, 
uh, Pokemon Red and Blue, but then Let's Go. And so I, I, it's it's fun to be into Score Bunny, and he's just kind of, you know, they, they said that uh, um, uh, Grookey was mischievous, but like I definitely got, I got kind of like a Bugs Bunny vibe from mm-hmm. Score Bunny. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to, to possibly like a final evolution where he's just like very quick, you know, and uh, uh, hopping all over the place. Uh, yeah, I'm way down with that. Pleased. What about you, Bloodworth? Um, Big feet. Yeah, I I do feel like they they're not as immediately strong uh, as uh, I'd say most <laughs> starters. Um, yeah, they just they they feel almost like I don't know. They 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 feel kind of bland in a way. I don't I don't know exactly the word I'm saying. Almost like generic. You know, it's just like if you were going to make a grass monkey, this is just about what you'd expect. It doesn't really do too much more to stand out. I I, I, yeah. I think I agree with, with Brandon that Score Bunny probably is the most fun. Like the like the like the most like if you put a silhouette of that up there, like you would mm. get what that that is. Okay. Uh and and probably will resonate the most over time. Um but yeah, I, I think um I think, you know, the the starters are always, you know, they're always a little bit babyish because, you know, you want them to evolve. But I think these are, like, probably, that I think that's the thing, is, like, they're more round, they're more babyish. Um, yeah, they, they, they do kind of feel like little, like, puppy chew toys. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like they, they're they already made to yeah. be plushies. Sure. <laughs> and I wonder if there's, like, a, a fear at Game Freak where they're like, we do not want to rock the boat, you know, like, we... If, if we're going to be making changes, let's not do anything severe with the starter Pokemon. Um, and and again, like what I keep going back to is just this idea of of them being like, we're you know we have a lot of crazy new ideas, and it's like not only you know do I not know what those are, it's kind of tough to guess maybe what those are from what you're showing us. And so I wonder if they wanted to get the starters out of the way to be like that. It's not going to be the starters. <laughs> like if you, it's probably going to be very easy for you to look at these three and pick which one you want mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, not, you know, out of the realm of possibility to kind of understand like how that element is then going to work throughout the rest of the game. It's going to be later in trailers, going to be at E3. It's going to be at the next direct where then we're going to show off these weird modes, specifically how battles work. I'm nervous it's going to be some crazy curveball, you know, some weird thing that they're going to change. That when we look back at this direct, we're like, yeah, they didn't really show combat, did they? And we didn't really see that uh, they're going to add this weird twist to it. I still feel, yeah, Jones, I still feel there's potential for something like that to happen. Um, them to, like, reveal, like, hey, yeah, we didn't talk about this all, but this is, like, the big hook or anything like that. But going on the the, the discussion here, topic of, like, new Pokemon, starting Pokemon, um, that's all they talked about there, but uh, we, we have some patron questions. Nice. And our first question kind of goes on the subject of, uh, like, what new Pokemon we might see. And kind of goes along with, like, the starting Pokemon you saw, like, whether your, your, your positive thoughts or your concerns carry over to what else they might have in store. So from uh, first question from Tyler, hey, allies. So the main message I got from today's Direct was that we are once again getting the same game we always get with slight differences here and there. I can't say I'm surprised, just disappointed. It left me not knowing if I want this game. Looking back on Sun and Moon, the setting and Alola variations were fun and different, Mm -hmm. enough to get me excited to jump back in, and I ended up having an okay time. If you're in the same boat as me, what new things would you like to see within the established formula of Pokemon to get you back in? Um, 
they asked like maybe I, some, I'll yeah that's pretty much it yeah yeah I'll jump it my my very number one thing uh, with Pokemon and changing what Pokemon can be about is is for Pokemon to interact with the world more. You know, like you get a little bit of that in Let's Go, you know, with yeah. being able to ride. But it would be really great for there to be a world design that allows for puzzles and, and things that, you know, y- y- like you even get a little bit of sense of that, like when you would, you know, have to like light your way through a cave or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, no you games. mean before, beyond like TMs and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like yeah. having more of that kind of thing in the world. And, and again, they're starting off with the world. Um, make that world more of the star, I think. Um, yeah. And, and that way, like, if you get to a secret area and, like, there's Pokemon that are only in this area that, you know, you need to figure out a way to get into, you know, you need to have the right types or maybe you even need to combine the strengths of two different Pokemon types and their mm. abilities, you know, to get up to this yeah. this, this space. Uh, Bloworth, that's a... I- I think that's a reasonable expectation to have, especially after, I'll read it again, the last part of the description of the region, the people in Pokemon live together in this region and they've worked together to develop the industries here. So that would kind of go hand in hand with that, bud, if they, you know, were to show you that you're going to, the Pokemon are going to work with you to like solve puzzles, to do more than just here's Slash, you know, here's Flash to light up the cave, you know, stuff like that. Um, and it reminded me of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. There's a one sequence when I, I picked Pikachu edition where Pikachu goes off on their own mm-hmm. to like explore like a, mm-hmm. an air duct. And then they end up and I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to play as Pikachu and do like Pikachu related activities? Yeah. And it doesn't quite go that far, but it just, you know, kind of teased me enough that it made me think. I kind of might want this. And yeah. what you're talking about, Blow, was kind of like a little bit up that alley, I think. And I kind of agree with that. I'd like to see that. It'd be neat to see that split up with, with the three types that you choose. So if I pick Scorbunny, then I'm, I am got to like burn the thing to get through the cave opening. You know, if I pick Sobble, I got to like water it so the plants grow and I climb up them. You know, that like yeah. it, you, it's the same point in the game, the same barrier you have to get past, but depending on your core Pokemon that you, you've picked. Jones. Hmm. I actually, in the in the vein of wanting them to get more ambitious someday, it's not happening here probably. I would love if your starting Pokemon puts you in a different starting area of the map. Oh sure, I mean you look at the map and it's clear it's not going to happen. Yeah, you can almost just see the. But like, like, if you pick like the fire starter, it's because like you pre-pick it before you even get to like that point. It had to probably be earlier, but like you start off in like maybe the fire region. You mm-hmm. know, you pick the water type, you're starting in the water region. You pick the grass, starting like you know some like plains area. Yeah, like that kind of cool to have different paths based on sure. that but yeah. you never know but yeah no I, I like what you said too jones like you basically what you pick you're gonna have like maybe some different puzzles up front um based on that until yeah. maybe you get access to all three again and then you know things open up from there to me the north south map is really interesting because like yeah. from my limited understanding of the series everything almost kind of has like a loop to it you know like red yes. and blue definitely has a very distinctive clockwise loop and uh, uh, Sun and Moon kind of had that as well, and so I wonder if there's going to be any like backtracking, or if it's really you just keep going up and up. And yeah, up and I think up. You know, that is my my one concern with the map is that it just feel like you go from here to here to here to like it just escalates, and it's like almost like did we just see the whole game on this map? Mm, yeah, because it is also yeah. very detailed. Yeah, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like okay, no, I sense. see this village and their their stadium. I see this village and their gym. I see this 
you know, this little tower here off in the corner. I get that vibe for a certain portions of the map, Bloodworth, but as I was looking at it more closely, there mm-hmm. is definitely a segment where there's a cluster of kind of areas and those gym, like those environments. That I feel like that might be the like the, the loop part. It's like there looks like there's four of them kind of like just kind of in like a, a almost a circle area there. One like a northwest, northeast, southwest, southeast. And may, maybe that's it. Like maybe you like, hey, if you go like right, you're going to go this order. Then if you go left, you'll go through this order. But everything else did feel stacked. Like you were going to clear there's a starting area. You're going to travel north. And then I just see this as being potentially that, but it still won't even feel like the same because it definitely looks like the most probably distinct looking map, I would say, because in terms of like being like vertical like that, you know, yeah. being like that style. But yeah, no, that, that, that's a, yeah, that's a, I think that's a valid concern though to have that, because I could be completely wrong. It yeah. could well, hopefully the, the yeah. train is actually something that we can there, get on yes. and can jump back and yes. forth from one region to the next. I would love that because, yeah, would break that up perfectly. That Yeah, I like that, Blood. I hope that is true. Um, our next question comes from Professor Metal Gear. The Galar region definitely had vibes of London and UK. Mm-hmm. Everyone's to point it out. Remember, it's good. It's good to have your region picked. You know, it's like is a fan. Remember that the Industrial Revolution began in England, so it makes sense it would have that steampunk vibe. As for my question, are you all disappointed that it sounds like we are going back to the traditional gym progression over the change from Sun and Moon with totem fights and Kahuna battles? I didn't play Sun and Moon, so I'm, I, and I didn't have enough time to look this up before now. So do you remember this at all, Jones? Yeah, the Kahunas were... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, I think the I remember with the Kahunas, and I think this is a good way for Pokemon to evolve. Is that in previous games you'd go into the gyms and you're like, who, what, what's going yeah, on? Who yeah. am I fighting? And then you like get to the end, and then some, some rando pops up, and they're like, hey, I'm in this gym, and you're like, great. And then you beat them, and you're like, bye, I'll never see you ever again. And the Kahunas you'd meet right away. You know, like you'd meet these characters that would okay. be established as the best. You know, the, the like the Pokemon trainers to beat in that area. You do like quests with them, you know. And um, again, it's been a while. I'm not an expert at all in this franchise. That was just my. It, it had a little more context in the world, and that's kind of what I'm hoping. Hoping is that we do meet these people when you get to these okay. cities. They establish the big characters in these towns right away. Because um, one of the things that has always kind of irked me about the worlds that they create is how important I am, you know, like, and that seems it's like in the song. It's like, I want to be the very yeah. best. Like, it, it, it makes sense for them to put the spotlight on you. But at the same time, if they really want to expand these worlds, I'd love it if I get a sense that there's a lot going on that has nothing to do with me or nothing really to do with Pokemon specifically, not necessarily Pokemon, but like the conquest to be the champion isn't like what every single human being in this world is talking about. You know, like yeah. that there are other elements to be considered. And so, again, makes me curious if not just from a technical level that they didn't necessarily get into NPCs, also from a story perspective that they're like, we'll get into that. You know, like we'll kind of show you what these people look like and and how the, the governments of each of these districts run and maybe how these cities are different from one another. And um, I don't know. Is there like an in at the crossroads, like Game of Thrones, you know, where like everybody converges? <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, oh. and then it gets fed by hot pie. We'll see. 
Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, cur- I'm I'm yeah, I'm still so curious to see when they finally like put the population in place in these places. I think I think there's something to it. I think it's but, not yeah. as simple as they just didn't want to show like I think there's a twist to it. I think there's a lot of twists coming, and I, or at least a couple of you know big shakeups that they're intentionally avoiding. But I, I, I don't know. I think it's way too early actually to, to be like, well, we're getting the traditional gyms. Like those gyms looked kind of crazy, and I think that like yeah, I, I yeah, think the, the the way that they were showing that like that walk into the yeah, stadium. he's walking so slow. It's like something's going on here. Yeah, there's something at least in terms of presentation, it seems to be a very different thing. Yeah. Um, going on this like topic of the the the, the Pokemon gym. They also talk stuff. about being the champion in uh, in the website. Yes, and like is that? I don't remember anyone ever like really focusing in on that. Or, or is that really has that been a thing before? Where you're like actually trying to be the champion of of? I mean, it's Pokemon. the whole process when you beat the gym leaders and you get your badges and you can yeah. go challenge the elite four and you become the. Pokemon, you do become the champion at the end. Okay, that is the thing. But I think I feel. But I don't like, feel, I feel like, like it's this, necessarily like upfront. That's the. Main this feels goal. like yeah. it's more like going to be like a league or something. I get the vibe that this is like a lot more participation in it, and it's uh, it, it's going to be more apparent from the start that uh, it's a competition. I feel like it's going to have more of a competition angle, whereas. Pokemon's always been, aside from like your rival battles and trainer battles, it's been mostly jolly, um, and uh, it's more about like exploration and adventure versus and you know there's competitive spirit, but it's never been about like a sport. Uh, per se, like it, it, yeah, it's called Pokemon League and stuff, but it never felt like it was. Are there more people? Yeah, this is a cow. This is a cow, cow question. Are there more people in that stadium than there are in the world? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where the houses it for is, all these yeah, people? It is kind of funny to see, like, six buildings, and then you go in there, and there's, but like, yeah, 5,000 people in the stadium. Bloodworth, the, real quick, the the, the gyms. Like, like do, you, do you hope that they maybe go away from the traditional-style gym? Like, in, in the interior, basically... The what Brandon was describing earlier, uh, if you forget, just you know, maybe a few puzzles. It's themed after like an element, you know, it and it culminates with like the battle against a gym leader. Would you like to see something that mix that up a little bit, or do you think it's fine as is? Is you know? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's definitely you definitely need that sense. Yeah, if there's going to be that competitive element there, like I think that's the best context for it. Um, I I don't really know what else since they're showing the gyms, since they're showing the stadiums. You know, the Kahuna thing was was obviously you know fit that setting. Um, so yeah, I don't know with the gyms unless you know there's some other thing thematically with the sword and shield. But I mean that that didn't really seem to fit that theme, right? Like again, like that seemed like more of a sporting event, as you said. Yeah. We'll have to see. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Medieval times. Right. Pokemon Yo. jousts. Yeah, they come out in armor. Yeah, like they have like events. Like it's not just fight one to one. It's like okay, yeah, you come out in the Pokemon yeah. jousting event. What, what I hope with the gyms, which would be nice, yeah. and I think just just 
goes for anything in any Pokemon game, or the Pokemon games that I've played, whenever I would go to a zone, I would do the thing and then leave and never look back, ever. It's like, you're done. There's no reason to go back to this place. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Maybe to shop or to heal up while you're in town, or maybe just you know go in loops to try to catch that rare Pokemon you missed on your first pass through. But it'd be fun to like, go back to gyms, you know, like especially if there's some kind of sport, you know, some yeah. kind of blitzball thing that we haven't seen yet, that even when you finish the gym, like there's other activities here, you know, like this is kind of like the community center of each of these places, you know, where, uh, and so it'd be interesting if, if not only are there things you as a player can go back and do, uh, when you go into there, even after you've, you know, I, I would love to go back to a gym and see other people compete. Yeah. You know, maybe not in real time, but maybe just even in the background, you'd go in and you'd hear the cheer and you'd see somebody battling. And so you get a sense, like, I'm not the only person that's interested in this conquest of the Pokemon world. Right. That there is, someone was in here before me and someone will be here after me. And I'm just really good at that. that this, that's what makes me exceptional in this world. Not yes. that it's just me. <laughs> How cool be Jones when you go back and walk past past those stadiums you've already been to like you outside you hear the crowd cheering from out there and you like how cool to be like you can buy a ticket to (laughs) like a like a a highly anticipated matchup it's like oh that's like one of the best pokemon traders i got a ticket to it and you get to go there and it's like you're not fighting in that stadium you get to like sit there as a spectator and watch that's like make that whole sequence that'd be kind of cool to do that and, and again, evolving NPCs. So it'd be fun, like, even after you've completely finished the game and you're just running around, you know, picking up your extra Pokemon or doing some side missions you never finished, and you're walking in front of one of those gyms and, like, maybe one person is like, oh, that's the that's the champion, you know? Like, really? Yeah. How do you know that? And, like, I saw him compete. He's really good. Yes. And you know what, Jones, is one thing I just thought of, because we're going out right now, like, uh, uh, the, the more bigger stadium thing. Like, you're wearing a uniform. Yeah. That keyed me. Maybe you're part of a team. Maybe it's not individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe you become oh, part of a Pokemon yeah. like league team, yeah. and that could be the thing about going back. You got to show up for matches and stuff. Like it's it's a le- it's a league. You got rankings and stuff. So yeah. that oh my gosh, Jones, get on the that possibilities train. with that. Go back and compete. Yeah, I get, yeah, get, get a train. You and gotta, obviously outfits. You see him in another yeah. outfit like that's you know like having customizing you know from Let's Go like you know uh, and I think Sun and Moon also had. Um, uh, character customization, but specifically with the Pokemon, like maybe if there's you know hats we can put on that. Like I think any tease of of hmm. a, a different style, you know, to your character. I think hopefully there's a, a lot of a lot of detail there. For sure, I expect a lot of customization this game. They've been going that direction. Um, our next question comes from uh, Steven Sosa. Hey allies, after watching the direct, we noticed random encounters are back. While this will appease the more hardcore fan base, it's hard to ignore the quality of life changes that Let's Go brought with being able to see wild Pokemon before you encounter them. Do you think Sword and Shield will give you the option to turn off random encounters to see Pokemon, or would you even want that option? Love and respect. I love having them out of the map, but no, I think they'll go one or the other. Yeah, I... There's something weird to me, especially with Pokemon, that random encounters almost feels better. Like, there, that sense of, you know, again, like you talk about seeing the silhouette of like, oh, what is it? You know, like, you just kind of, like, you want that anticipation there, you know, to, to have that reveal of the Pokemon. And if they're just, if there's like some super legendary thing wandering around on the map, it's like, okay, it's kind of... It's kind of cool that like I, I, I want to run and get at it, but I think there's just like a little bit more of that 
sense of mystery and build up when it's random. I feel like if it there was a comment I read about this that it kind of was spot on for me when I sit back and think about it now. The appearance of so many Pokemon on screen in some parts of Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu makes it noisy kind of in a way. And also makes Hammers home the point you are playing a game. Like that's not immersive at all when you see like all the crazy types is like in a small area packed together. Right. It's like and that's Yeah, like if yeah, we got no. like some like if Pokemon really, and I think this may be where, you know, like Kyle was talking about, like, it feeling samey. It's like, if Pokemon was really, like, Breath of the Wild, crazy huge, and there were, like, herds of Pokemon, <laughs> and, like, you know, like, and, and it would just, like, all made sense in context, then, yeah, I, I could see uh, having them out on the map. But, yeah, it, it is still, even though you get more of a sense of scale and, and more things in the distance, it is still kind of a smaller feeling map in a way yeah in terms of what you can traverse especially because it's still like very much here's a lane here's a patch of grass here's another lane so i think you can still make advancements though just in terms of like where are these things coming from if like the whole idea is that like you're in tall foliage and that's where all the pokemon live it'd be cool if there are pokemon like under the dirt or in sand or up in a tree and so instead of just like Oh, you know, you know, blurry screen. Now I'm in a fight. It'd be neat if, like, you see the leaves rustle and you see a shadow come darting out of the tree or something. So, like, something to show that, like, you know, the bird flew in from above you, or yeah. you know, Diglett came up out of the ground, and something that kind of teases visually that happening, as opposed to just like, oh, the classic, you know, and like even from, you know, Final Fantasy and other games yeah. of that ilk, like you know, Bravely Default and stuff. I. I would love to see that, Jones. I'd like to see them add those little touches that make you feel like they they more naturally showed up there, even though it's still going to be a random encounter. And if they were to leave them on the map, I wish there was just a way that make it more about, like, a little bit more effort in, like, tracking them. Like It was more of, like, a... Sure, a, yeah. Yeah, you put some effort into... You can just run up and, like, approach it. I mean, some try and run away, but... I mean, you have to go through some sets. Like Blutter said, like a legendary just like hanging out there in a cave or something or flying your head. It's like, no, you have to like get some right tools or stuff or whatever to help track it down and then like, you know, wait for maybe weather condition. Like all this yeah, stuff that leads cool. up to and like you have notebooks and stuff like your mm-hmm. Pokedex, you know, and you, you, it's like a quest essentially. It would be nice to make certain aspects of that integrated that way. Um, but I don't know what were we could say before. Uh, oh, yeah. just one other thing that I enjoyed in Let's Go was there was a, a little bit of fear actually because sometimes mm-hmm. like something would appear and just rush you, and, and so like seeing the blades of grass, like ah, what is that? And then it's like oh, okay, it's just you know a pretty cute basic uh-huh. Pokemon, yeah. but like it was exciting. <laughs> yeah. Like there were a couple moments where something would catch me off guard, and it'd just be nice, especially with new Pokemon that I've never seen before. You know, to you know, there there is kind of a dullness that I think sets in with you just like going in circles, going in circles, going in circles. Oh, you know, it's exciting when you see the new thing, but it'd be it'd be fun if Scyther like wah, you know like yeah. attacks you. You know, um, I mean, hey, watching the the anime and stuff, <laughs> that type of stuff happens in it. Yeah. yeah, like Pokemon will attack Ash, and it's like, hey, what if they like you know actually attacked you as the trainer as well? It's like, you know, yeah, it instills a little bit of fear, but also like. Like, there's stakes. You can't just approach, but even when you got your own, it's just it's part of the job. It's part of that occupational hazard there. Um, next question comes from, uh, not from Wario64, who just tweet just came right over the person's name <laughs> to cover up. Uh, so from uh, from Varen, uh, I'm sure, uh, sorry, I'm not sure if this 
I'm not sure if this that much of a if this is that much of a contro- controversial opinion, but I don't feel much looking at that trailer. I honestly think if this was any other franchise, it would get slated instantly. Imagine if that was the next Final Fantasy. And I don't think they can use the hardware as an excuse either, comparing it to when you compare it to something like Breath of the Wild. Do you think the Pokemon franchise gets treated too leniently due to nostalgia? Kyle Bossman sure did not. I don't know that I would call it nostalgia, but I think that yeah, I think there's a certain there's a certain level of expectation for what a Pokemon game is, and I think that's one of the you know they even they even kind of mentioned it like they're almost like afraid of making Pokemon too different. It's like yeah. we're the, we're gonna yep. we're gonna have the traditional stuff in here, mm-hmm. but we're also like branching out, and so it's it's this weird balancing act that like it it's funny that they're so afraid of <laughs> deviating from the formula. It is, yeah. It feels like a very slow, very um, sometimes not. I don't want to say painful. This is very slow process of evolution when it comes to Pokemon. Yeah. Very lack of a better word there. Um, yeah, changes not come easy for the series. It is mostly quality of life changes that you get, but the the core design, the core principles, really don't drastically change that much. And this is one of the few series I see. Um, like infamously get a each iteration basically you'll see the calls for it's just the same game again it's just the same like it was this and for a long time call of duty these were like the two franchises i feel like yearly they would get called out it's just the same game not a name i thought we were going to bring up today but here we are back at game trailers (laughs) every year in comments on every major message board it'd just be there'd be a large vocal group saying that this is the same game. What are they really doing differently? Way, yeah, Why do we reward this? In a way, it ain't but, broke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's not hurting sales. And I was not into Let's Go at all. Like when I saw Let's mm. Go, I was like, all right, I can skip this. Not because I'm offended or disappointed or anything. It was just like lots of games to play. Maybe this is one I can leave on the shelf and, and just get impressions from people. And then it was like, it was like the holidays. I was like, oh, I'll get it for the holidays. Maybe play it. You know, when I'm on vacation. And then. Once you once you get in it, you know once once you get like five hours into one of these games, you're like, yeah, oh, man, this is I love it. I, I love my team. I love. I just want to meet all of these new Pokemon, and so um, it sucks. Are we being swindled? Like I don't know. Like I think it. Yeah, I think there's a. I think there is a fear. Yeah, I don't I think, think there's any sense I, of being swindled. But I think it's like because Pokemon, like even beyond like normal RPG, has all these other things that it has to account for. Right? It has all of these different creatures that they have to create. Yes. It has all of these different types to balance and, and, and moves to deal with and having to transfer stuff over from Pokemon Box. You know, there's just like all of this like spreadsheet level details that go into a Pokemon game that are pretty much behind the scenes hidden that... Uh, I think makes it difficult for them to figure out how to change just like the game structure and the level design and and the you know how the fights end up playing out because they want to you know not you know completely destroy like how a lot of these systems work and how people are familiar with them. I, I yeah I, I agree with that completely, Bloodworth. I think that's very true. I also think one thing to keep in mind as well is that. I don't, to my best of my knowledge, 
no one ever came out and said the next Pokemon game was going to be radically different, like officially, in official capacity. They did not come out, hey, our aim for this is to innovate. Oh, yeah, take all those weirdo fans. Where, right? Yeah, whereas, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. with Nintendo, with Breath of the Wild, they were, like, advertising for a long time, this is going to be a major difference. I think the key difference in this that situation was they'd promised that before didn't quite deliver on it mm. and so you know that this kind of gets like thrown uh, been thrown around in like nintendo games for a long time is that uh, yeah they they innovate like they'll have a nice gimmick to them but more or less at the end of the day it's like the same game experience and then you know they do something with breath of wild they do try and you know do something a little bit different than odyssey we're seeing they're doing with fire emblem with the three houses stuff and, you know, there was like, I guess there was kind of a pattern here with at least the Switch and the games coming out from Nintendo on it that they, you know, there was this like feeling, I guess, that people got caught up in that maybe they're going to be more bold. Maybe they're going to be more innovative. But again, that that's Nintendo first party. That's not Game Freak. And nowhere did Game Freak right. ever say that. Nowhere should you like, that's not Game Freak's MO. And I think from what we saw and what we will probably see, for them, in their minds, they are pretty big changes to them. Yeah. They are like the biggest risk they are willing to take. And any anyone who's looking for something more, I feel like that's you're just not going to get that until you know either there's a changing of the guard or something goes terribly wrong with one of the reasons. They finally do not sell millions of copies and bombs or something. It's like right. gut check moment. What are you going to do, Game Freak? Yeah. And I think that's kind of maybe what today was about was just this like. Are they going to do it? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's uh, all right. It, it looks kind of what I expected and, and looks similar in style to some of the games they've done before. And so I think, you know, here's kind of the structure of this game. Here are three characters. You know, one of them hopefully you'll fall in love with. The weird stuff we'll get to later. And that mm. might have been too much today to digest. Right. You Being like, not only am I upset that, you know, the, it, it's not innovating in the ways that I want to. Now there's this weird minigame thing or now there's this weird, like, royal house structure between different cities or I don't know like whatever that is if we once we find that out at E3 or in another direct I think we'll kind of be prepared because people will kind of be able to to process that okay this is not the Pokemon game of my dreams yeah but I am gonna play it <laughs> no question I do gotta apologize I asked the wrong question first uh we were, ta- we were talking about like Star Pokemon how that might apply to like different designs for the new Pokemon um, the question I asked at that point wasn't actually about new Pokemon. I just, I'm just a little tired. But uh, the the final question we have, which was supposed to be our first question. Got it. And you know what the subject's about from Tyson. Uh, there were a fair amount of uh, older Pokemon in the direct, but no uh, Galen variants to them. Right. right. Uh, to me, the Lolan variants were a neat idea yeah. and a good way to bring back the old Pokemon, but fitted with new regions. Do you think variant Pokemon were just another one and done concept? I hope they'll come back. I imagine this. they'll come back. They were in Let's Go. The Alolans still popped up. Well, I mean, the Alolans popped up, but like, new variants. New, well, new region. Like, well, Gal, like, you know, one yeah. and done in that Lolan region was the only ones that got that treatment. No yes. other game will get that treatment. Uh, no, I think they will. I think so that's there will be like Galen. I would, I would like to. I think that, again, that could be one of those things that they just aren't showing off yet. Um, I think with the distinct areas, with the thematic changes as you go through the map it would be cool to see not just you know galen but like okay like in this area you're gonna get you know 
like Pokemon that are in armor in this area, you're gonna get a Pokemon <laughs> with a freaking top hat and a monocle, you know. And this, oh, I hope so. You know? <laughs> I keep thinking of the great mouse <laughs> yes. detective. I don't know why, oh, but yeah, I want a mouse-like good. Pokemon with a like a long mustache, like just a very refined. You know, and then, like in the, uh, you know, like say <laughs> you go to that ice area, and you yeah. get like a torchic that's in, in like a like a little parka. And he's like, I gotta, I gotta stay warm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like this. I like having like multiple variants within the game as well, based on the region. That would be a pretty cool idea. Um, Those mines like, have a little miner hat yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. Um, I have a personal quick question: Is 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 it so the regions the the Galar region? So is it calling Galen correct? I would like, assume so. Okay, just double checking on that. Um, oh we're, yeah. we're doing it. We're locking it. Yeah, in. we're locking it. In. We're making it up as we're locking. But uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was a lot of a lot packed into seven minutes. Certainly a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, we gave it we gave it our own scores and everything on the presentation back in the live reactions. If you want to check those out. Um, but yeah, I just feel that I can't wait to see it again. I, I want to see because I feel there's more to this. I really right. think there's oh, yeah. they're, 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 they haven't lifted up. Yeah, there's the, a very yeah, the veil has not yeah. been completely lifted, and I, I I hope and expect E3 to be a big blowout for them where they'll show off some of those secrets. And I don't know if you have any like any like final hopes and expectations. Oh for yeah. This. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Kill aid. Okay. okay. So we got these big big cities, high walls. You know, you got mm-hmm. the, the train that's going in between them and the, definitely a different aesthetic between these different towns. And that's not that's been done before, obviously, like a different flavor when you get to these different towns. But I can't get out of my head. It's based on the UK. The map looks like Game of Thrones. It's swords and shields like just combat comes into mind, just like conquest. This idea of like oh. that not only like maybe they're not at war now, but maybe they they they, were, they once were. Hear me out. Hear me yeah. out. Not in like again, not like blood soaked battlefields well, kind mean, of but war, like, but like territory battle. That like there controls. was yeah, yeah, like trade maybe wasn't as common as it is oh. now. Maybe we're in peacetime, but like there was a little bit of turmoil back in the day. And also because we're, they talk a lot about industry, you see the gears moving, and they talk about how uh, you know the Pokemon were a part of that. Like, we used the Pokemon to make this, our town, great and to help it build. And I wonder if the different towns have different ways that they did that. Like, maybe some towns, they really view Pokemon as equals. And the Mm, Pokemon are, like, maybe running shops or you see them out and about. And maybe there's other towns that kind of don't hold them in such high esteem and they're like no 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 you're oh. you're you're more like cattle you know like you we we ride you we we put you to work in the factories yeah. you know so you can kind of get a different vibe and then maybe those are represented by like rulers like i wonder if maybe not a king and queen but i wonder if we're going to get like you know like a duke you know like someone that's in hmm. charge of uh, you know like a because I don't think we've ever really had that. We have like mayors, kind of that you meet sometimes. Sometimes the gym leaders are kind of viewed as like the head of of, of each yeah. area or like the most important person that you meet in each town. But it'd be interesting if you kind of have to befriend these people, and then you're like, okay, well, cool. I beat the gym leader and I finished your quest, and I'm gonna go into that town. And they're like, oh, those people. Well, hmm. you know, we we don't <laughs> like those people because they're mean to their Pokemon, or or they just you know are are super you know touchy feely with their Pokemon as far as like you know shaking hands. And you know, you know, being respectful and even keeled and everything, and so I wonder if there's going to be kind of 
not like, you know, like political classism, but like, you know, just this approach to like maybe, you know, these people in these different areas not only view Pokemon differently, but that's integrated into how that city came to be. And so it's really hard to kind of shake them up and change their ideals because we've been like this for hundreds of years. I like this. I like having each area having more backstory to them, essentially like this. I really like that. What a b- Bloodworth. <laughs> Any final hopes, expectations you'd like to, out of uh, the sea in the, the future? I mean, I think the, yeah, like, I, I went pretty far out on a limb anyways with the environmental stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm curious about uh, the legendaries and they'll, how they'll tie it into Sword and Shield. And, um, you know, like, we have, you know, wolves in armor, you know, like, that was... What are these things going to look like? Um, and how are those... Yeah, how are Sword and Shield going to make sense thematically, I guess? Because right now they're cool names. Or one of them is a cool name. <laughs> and... <laughs> and, and it, you know... And and it, shout out to the Shield fans out there. You yeah. know what I mean? Those people are like, I'm getting Shield. <laughs> and it, like, it alludes to the, you know, to the setting. Mm. Uh, to like the medieval uh, aspect of that setting. But otherwise, we don't we don't really see anything along those lines yet. So yeah, so it'll be it'll be good for that to make a little bit more more sense, I guess. All right. And uh, did not get my. I told everyone before the stream. For those of you who haven't watched the reactions or have sorry have watched reactions, then but for you who haven't, I can clarify. I said there's gonna be like reference to a new Switch model and 5G. We uh, oh. and a camera didn't happen. I said we, before. We I, all, not, I, I we said it's something not to be disappointed about. I today. said it's not happening. So <laughs> I I was having fun with everyone at that point. But yeah, um, I think the the league aspect is what I'm like very curious mm, about to yeah. see. Um, like what actually will be entailed with gym battles and what is a big stadium fight like is that or competition is that more involved yeah. is that different what will that be do you do you do plays to appeal to the crowd in any way oh yeah like a mo- what if crowds. a move will like make like yeah almost going like a paper mario style like that was in your door it's mm-hmm. like you pick this move it might one shot them and like i'll get the crowd more excited for this but if you pick this other move, or sorry, you pick a move that one shot, it'll be boring. So be they'll be dead in one shot, and like, or sorry, passed a knockdown in one shot. <laughs> Whereas if you do like something that's like more flashy but doesn't do as much damage, crowd will get more worked up. And like, yeah, think about like the next three Pokemon in their lineup that you get to take out. And it's like if you get that like cheer buff or something, it's like yeah, it's like more you know. Yeah. Ooh, because boy, I, I I doubted, but like we do, you know, they have added in Sun and Moon the idea that it's like oh. You know, your Pokemon almost got taken out, but they stayed in there because they want to make you happy. You know, you would build up this kind of relationship. It'd be interesting if they start doing yeah. that in the opposite way that you could kind of psych out your opponent and like oh. instill like fear into the heart of the Pokemon. It's like, ah, like all nervous. If you get the crowd on your side, like, yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, Doubtful, but interesting. It's interesting <laughs> to see. But uh, yeah, I think that's talked plenty. I think that's yeah. going to wrap it up for uh, that the Pokemon Direct recap and discussion there. Um, I want to thank you both for for joining me this early in the morning. I want to thank everyone who submitted questions in such a timely fashion. I had short notice, but thank you for working with us in that. That's uh, made it way easier to 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 plan for this episode and stuff. And uh, you know, sometimes when it's gonna, this is probably what's gonna be. 
if we're going to do like reactions or sorry, going to record an episode so close to big news dropping. Um, unfortunately, normal episodes, uh, the week we're recording, if you're a $5 and up patron, I do a call for your questions uh, to submit uh, on a patron post I make that week. I'll let you know what the topic is. Um, keep your questions related to that. That works in that structure uh, when I have time to prepare for it. But in this one, it's just we're watching it together or we're seeing the news happen together and I need, you know, those timely questions from you. So thank you to everyone who's on top of that patrons yeah. and stuff that really helps out and stuff. And I think it makes every, uh, these episodes much stronger and stuff. And also, um, the $5, if you're $5 on a patron, you get episodes of normal episodes of friend code, uh, early, um, when they go up on Sundays and they're up for public on Tuesdays, but, uh, we're still figuring out with the, what we're going to do with these, uh, extra episodes, I, for this one, I believe that we're just going to get it up and it's going to go out for everyone at the same time. So the, regardless if you're a $5 and up patron or not, um, we'll see how that goes. As always, you know, let us know in the feedback and the comments how you feel about that. Um, it's not final. You know, we can always make adjustments and stuff like that. And, you know, we're still trying to figure this out. So hopefully you like this. Instead of like waiting extra time for us to talk about this on friend code, making it a bit more timely. I saw that feedback quite a bit that people wish that they didn't have to wait sometimes like almost two weeks. Like if news dropped right after recording, it's like we're not hearing about that for two weeks now. And it's Nintendo related news. This is the current solution we come up with. So let us know how you feel about that. But uh, again, yeah, thank you for everyone submitting your questions. Thank you to both of you for showing up so early. In the Thank morning. you, Damiani, for hosting this. Uh, yeah. these, oh. getting this conversation As started. Pleasure. And uh, until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce.